does not matter. This is the week 17 preview. This is where we think we're going to make some of these games coming out. Uh, we're getting towards the end of the season. There's been a lot of great football. Going to try and rush through some of these, but we're going to hit you with the hard hit analysis. Uh, Tim, I think you owe me a jersey because you lost to the Seattle Seahawks on the NFC West champs, baby. And yeah. Yeah, let's go ahead. And I don't know if you know this, but um, every single game this week for the league is going to be on Sunday. All 16, 32 teams. So if you don't have like uh, the NFL Sunday ticket or an NFL stream that might be not legal, you're going to see a ton of games. So I would suggest you buckle up. Clear your schedule, boys. Go time. And girls. And non binary. And folks. girls. And everybody. Anybody who yeah. likes football, clear your schedule. And the significant others of those who like football also yeah. clear your schedule. Yeah. It's gonna be the worst Sunday of your lives. Let's let's just be a, let's just be honest about that. Okay, Sunday, January third, one o'clock hour. Falcons, Bucks. I would love to see a world where Matt Ryan finally hands Tom Brady a loss. And the Falcons did show a lot of life last week against the Chiefs, and they kept things interessante. But this ain't gonna be their day. Okay. Bucks are going to win by at least four. Um, even though the Bucks didn't win enough games to sort of challenge the Saints for the division, I do believe that the Bucks have more than enough talent to get by the Falcons, and they have more than enough talent to go deep uh, in the in the postseason. And I think that's great for Brady. Obviously, you know he leaves New England, and they don't go above five hundred. They don't make the playoffs. They don't win the division. I think that says something about what he brings to that team. Obviously, we all knew it. The debate was always, you know, who is the magic man? Is it Brady or is it Bill Belichick? And, well, going to say the verdict might be out on that one. Uh, so do I think the Falcons have a 1% chance to win this game? Yeah. But to be honest, I don't see it happening. I, th I think the Bucs will win here. I think they'll finish their season 11-5, which is utterly fantastic for Tom Brady taking over a brand-new team. Uh, so I have Cowboys Giants. Uh, this is some of those weird games where both teams are of a losing record, but there's still chaos that could ensue in which the Giants could be included in part of the playoff conversation. If uh, they win, there's a bunch that has to go on, but there is a chance should they win this game, uh, they actually fa face Tom Brady and the Buccaneers, uh, as far as their uh, first round, which might be a little bit of a, a a sweet matchup to watch. I know it's not Eli. I know all that stuff, but to see Tom Brady on a new team go up against the Giants for uh, uh, an actual playoff game that might be uh, an interesting one to watch. Um, Cowboys are kind of resurging as of late. You see the Red Rocket out there slinging the ball all over the place. Um, excuse me. Am I expecting a similar game to what they had last week? No, I don't actually think that that's going to play out the same way. Um, the Giants themselves have started looking a little bit better as the weeks have gone on. I think it's just coming together a little later than what they would have liked, and I think time is officially running out for them. I think they're going to lose this one to the to the Cowboys, who have sort of hit their stride a little later than expected. So. I don't think we're going to get a Giants-Tampa matchup, but uh, I mean, I'll be rooting for them just to see that 
just to see that happen. But we'll see what happens. Do you know you just glitched hardcore for that entire time? I did not know I glitched hardcore because you're still glitching. It's recording on my end, so I have my recording side of things. So hopefully Good. that that worked. <laughs> okay. All righty, <clears throat> Jets Patriots. Look, this has been a precipitous fall for the New England Patriots this year. Um, we're going to need to see if there's any ill effects of a second season without Tommy B that really presides like a bad hangover of this team before we decide if the dynasty is donezo. I'm, I'm not ready to say it is like put a fork in it. It's done. I think this year, you know, you got an injured, probably Cam Newton. You have eight players out on COVID. You just, you just didn't have it this year. The Jets have turned it on as of late. Went against the Brown. Eh, the Browns there have been mostly meh in your assertion, Tim. And I went against the Rams. Holy shit, in my assertion. Um, have they won against the, you know, the Patriots before? Yes. Could they do that here? No. I think Week 17 is a special kind of voodoo that Bill and the Patriots really, really hate. Uh, obviously, the Miami Miracle couple seasons ago so i wouldn't be surprised if the jets win this week because that would be peak 2020 but I'm, I'm also a realist so i believe the pats will win in true 20 20 fashion by a score of 21 to 20 with stidham as the qb i bet oh no i i think it's time just to see what he has so you know what you have to look forward to in the draft i think it's the reality of the situation at this point whether or not you sign Cam back to another year. So, don't know. Uh, Vikings-Lions. Uh, another snooze fest of a game. Uh, <laughs> I, think the, I think the Lions are just at this point in sort of uh, maybe crash mode. I think they can't get out of their own way for the remainder of the season. The Vikings tend to rely a little too heavily on Cousins and some of those guys really firing on all cylinders. Um, coming off of an ass-whooping like you just got from the Saints, I think that's going to be a little bit of a wake-up call to kind of get players involved a little bit early. Uh, I think Dalvin Cook is going to come out and have a big game. I think Cousins is going to have a big game. And I think Detroit is just reeling from their late season woes uh coming off of a really bad season so i think the vikings are going to take this one and i think they should take it pretty easily uh just based off of the ass whooping the lions just took and that's that's going to be a really tough one to shake because now everybody knows uh how to game plan and just completely blow up whatever you thought your game plan was going into that game all right seven and nine that's some jeff fisher type shit for the vikings i don't think they really wanted that but uh Hey, that's, that's the way she goes, right? That's right. Steelers-Browns. Steelers if the Browns don't win this game, they're not going to make it into the playoffs. And they, they've won 10 games this season. So that would be a disappointment. Even though you said earlier, you don't think it would be a real disappointment because mm -hmm. they didn't win a whole bunch of games and they were 0-16. So this is a, it's a giant leap for Browns kind. But uh, the Steelers already had the AFC North locked up. And they need a Buffalo loss to move to the number two seed because they're at three right now. So there's only one bye, and the Chiefs have got that. So the Steelers are going to rest their players, and Mason Rudolph is going to play at quarterback this week. But the Browns are going to win this game. 
mm-hmm. be 11 5, make it to the playoff. Uh, Ravens and Bengals, as you like to call them. Uh, the Bengals are going to continue. Mm, hashtag let Joy Roar from the bench or his <laughs> hospital bed or wherever he's having his physical therapy done. God rest his soul. Uh, here's to a speedy recovery. And another losing season next year because they were losing when he was at the starting quarterback. Um, oh, oh, man. <laughs> Uh, we got Ravens, Bengals. Um, the Ravens have to win this one to keep their playoff dream going. Uh, I do think they will do that. Um, if they do win it, that'll make five in a row, which has been a bit of a stretch for them all season. They haven't been able to string together a lot of wins, and they're already at four, so you wonder when that magic is kind of going to run its course. Uh, I think if they're able to stop either of the running backs or Lamar from putting up a lot of points on the ground. I think are a lot of yardage. I think this then becomes a closer game in which they really risk losing. But I think this is going to be one of those where a team's going to try and overcompensate to stop the run. And they're going to end up leaving some guys exposed on the perimeter or in the secondary. And Lamar is actually going to be able to find some guys because the more he runs, the more they keep piling up these games, even if they are going into the playoffs, the more of a threat you have to take Lamar. And each week he's gotten more and more points on the ground. Sorry, I keep saying points, more and more yards on the ground. Uh, this is going to be one of those games. Bengals are trying to squeak out as many wins as they can. They're going to overcompensate. They're going to try and close the box. They're going to try and keep him behind the line, and then he's going to end up just doing a bunch of dink and duck, 50-yard, 10-yard passes that are going to go for big yardage. So I do think the Bengals are going to win. Or, sorry, I do think the Ravens are going to win. Oh, you almost said it. <laughs> yeah. I don't think it's going to be like a complete blowout game, but I do think the Ravens are going to take this one and make it to the playoffs and then probably get bounced early. Sorry, Baltimore. Mm, we're going to have to see about that. All right, Dolphins, Bills. Look, I thought for sure that the AFC East would come down to Week 17. Because I, I thought the Dolphins were going to go ahead and give the Bills a run for their money. Um, you know, earlier podcast guest said that uh, the best QB in the AFC East was Tua. I think we've now seen that the stats don't matter, and neither does that opinion because obviously it's, it's Josh. <laughs> um, Josh Allen looks like a lot like he belongs in the MVP conversation as a dark horse, which we've we've already you know we've already we've already talked about that. The Bills are AFC East champs for the first time in 25 years. I'm 33. I mean, it's the last time that the Bills won a division championship. I was like in first grade, second grade, something like that. It's just, it's unbelievable. But it says a lot to what the Bills have done to turn that team around. Accordingly, the Dolphins have done that in half the amount of time. The Dolphins won a couple more games this year. They would have got that AFC East title. So I do think the Dolphins are capable of winning this game. After seeing what the Bills just did to the Patriots, I think Brian Flores is going to have to work his magic and he's going to have his work cut out for him because if, and I really mean if here, if Buffalo doesn't boat race them to 30 plus points, like they did the Patriots then the Dolphins have a shot at winning this game. I just don't think there's enough firepower left in Miami with your running back injuries and people coming off the COVID-19 reserve list. You can't figure out if you're going to start Tua or you're going to start Fitz magic. That doesn't bode well for a team. They can't win the number one seed, but definitely can stick in the number two seed and prevent, you know, an opponent from taking that seed from them. Um, I think the Bills will win this one. And I think it might be a squeaker because I think, again, in my conspiracy, I think they'll take their foot off the gas a little bit. 
see how I'm, my conspiracy theory. I think it's your conspiracy theory. You're the one that keeps saying they take their foot off the the, the gas, and I'm the one that's like, mm, yeah, teams are just figuring that shit out. As conspiracy does, so you know. <laughs> All right, uh, I got the Seahawks and the Niners. Um, Seahawks were the five seed entering week 15, and then they'll have a 5% chance to get uh, the one seed and take home field so advantage. And there's a chance. Yeah. Um, but they need a couple things to happen. They need a win, plus they need losses by both the Saints and the Packers. So... We'll get into those in a little bit. Uh, as far as the win, I think this one's a relatively easy one. Um, matching the two of them up, it's not even close. Points scored per game. Uh, Seattle's seventh and uh, San Fran is 20th. And then points allowed per game, they're 12th. And San Francisco's 17th. So if... This I, I will say that this will depend on Russ keeping the ball in check. Because the points allowed are so close between the two, average-wise, there's not a lot of wiggle room. There's only there's less than a point separating the two teams. So as long as Russ takes care of the ball, uh, I think as long as you know, he doesn't have any major turnovers, I think they win this one pretty easy. He starts getting back into, you know, week seven, week eight, Russ, where he coughs it up twice, three times. They could find themselves in a little bit of trouble, which, um, also, which also makes you wonder, are they going to go into this at full tilt? Do they really care about the number? I mean, everyone talks about caring about the number one seed, but do you care more about resting guys and getting guys fresh going in? Do you care about the one seed? I think they care a little bit more about the one seed, so I don't anticipate anybody taking any, uh, any plays off, but if they end up going that route, getting some guys some rest, some of these guys who have been putting up big numbers offensively, if Russ lets one of the, two of these squeak away, you might find yourself kind of a little bit closer than what's expected. But I think if everybody goes in, they're going full speed, this this should be a super easy one for them. Yeah, I, and I certainly hope so. That would be a nice way to round out of the season. Cardinals, Rams. Look, if you would have told me at the beginning of the season that there was a chance that the Rams and the Cardinals could end their seasons at 9-7, and seven, I would have been absolutely giddy. I'd have been so happy if the Cardinals win against the backup quarterback, Blake Bortles or John Walford for the Rams, then the destruction of the NFC West behind the Seattle Seahawks can be complete. And the Cardinals don't seem right. We talked about that earlier. Uh, and the Rams have injuries piling up. I mean, Jared Goff literally threw a pass and then his hand hit a, a defender's helmet and it broke. It blew his up. <laughs> blew up. It just, it just absolutely terrible. And then, the running backs they've had some injuries with as well. Like the defenses for the Rams are going to continue to show out, but they've been shown now that you they, they can be had. Um, I picture this game being hilariously close, and I don't mean that in a good way. You have two coaches that love to scheme and take things away from the other team, which means we're going to get like a fourteen or twelve game or some shit like that. Like I, the Cardinals need to win to make it in the playoffs, and if Sean McVay came into the league, all the hype, win the division, go to the Super Bowl, score three points, and then absolutely completely tumble back down the mountain for the, the success of two seasons. That would be amazing. Um, and I wonder if that might happen here. I, I just trust Kyler Murray more than I do a dude who played AAF football. I, I just do. You can have the scheme. You can have the players all day. Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey are over there. Michael Brockers. 
I just don't believe that the Cardinals are like, yeah, we're going to continue to slump. No, the, the Cardinals are going to win. They'll be 9-7. The Rams will be 9-7. The Rams will be out of the playoffs. It will be fantastic. Cardinals, let's go. Uh, <clears throat> I got Jaguars, Colts, and this is an, an interesting one to watch. Obviously, the Jaguars are out of it, but the Colts could be one of those teams that win 11 games and are not part of the playoff conversation. Uh, they need a couple things to happen. Either Baltimore loses to Cincinnati, Miami loses to Buffalo, or Cleveland loses to Pittsburgh. If any one of those things happen, all they have to do is beat the Jaguars. I think that's probably going to happen pretty easily. Um, I could see this turning out to be one of those stupid games where the Jaguars like stun everybody because they've already clinched the number one pick and no longer have to worry about playing for a loss. They can come out and actually play a game. Um, it's, I mean, in all likelihood, one of those three things is going to happen and all they need to do is squeak out that win. Even if they lost the game, there's still a couple other scenarios that could play out in which they could get in. Um, if Tennessee loses to Houston, I think, or ah, ah, I don't know. It's it's a little crazy. I think the Colts are going to win it, so it's all sort of for not. Um, but they still need a couple. Of, they th there are a couple scenarios where if you know a couple other teams pull out wins over the weekend, they're still going to get bounced. But if any one of those three scenarios happen and they beat the Jaguars, they're in. So. Um, That'll be one to watch. It also makes some of those other games, if you're a Colts fan, more interesting and or gray hair giving. Um, but as far as being the Jaguars, I, I don't think that'll be a problem. Didn't me. And moving on to more AFC South things. We got Titans, Texans. The Titans took a beating last week. And the Texans, they took one as well. Now, if I see a team rebounding back from that, I think it's going to be the Titans. I don't see this game ending up well for the Texans. Derrick Henry went over 100 yards, but he is 233 yards away from getting into the 2,000-yard club, and I want him to do that. I think he wants to do that as well. Um, I'm not sure if he does it, but I think he's angry enough and runs angry enough that he will, he will get so close. We'll go over that. Not enough time. All right, moving on. Probably score a TD. The Titans have to win this game to take the AFC crown and force the Colts to, to be a wildcard team, and that's ultimately what I see happening here. I do think that the Titans kind of got caught sleeping last week, and I think they, they bounced back, and I think they really, really put a hurting on this Texas team. <laughs> Raiders and Broncos. The Raiders already bounced. The Broncos, they don't matter about anything. So let's just say Raiders, because I have no faith in, uh, in True Lock. Moving on. Wow. I got no respect. I got no respect for either one of those guys. Respect on his name. It's, it's not going to help the Raiders get into the playoffs anyways, but they will end 8-8 eight eight if that happens. Okay. Gruden's Raiders. out. Yeah, no. They, they won't make Gruden's the playoffs. Gruden's out. Gruden's not out. He's got a 10-year contract. He's, he's staying put. Gruden's I'll pay him not to... Ha they'll just pay him not to be on the roster. That's what's going to happen. Uh, Chargers Chiefs. Look, if we can imagine back to the first game between these two teams early in the season, the Chiefs went to OT and they won on a kick. And I seared Anthony Lynn in that podcast after the game because they went and they punted when they could have just gone front and fourth down, maybe tried to kick with Michael Badgley. They might have won that game. 
might have snuck out. The Chiefs might have been 14 and 2 at this point. Who knows? A lot has happened since that game. Austin Eckler went on IR. He came back. The Chargers defense was good, then not good. Now it's back. Justin Herbert broke the rookie touchdown record. And all the while, the Chiefs just kept cruising. Now, you know, we've talked about what gear they're cruising in, but outside of the loss to the Raiders, the Chiefs have found a way to win every game and eat them out thereafter. And I think while things got hairy last week against the Falcons, I believe that the Chiefs could win this game against the Chargers in their sleep. I don't think that they're going to sit Mahomes. I don't believe that he plays the whole game, though, because I don't think he needs to. I mean, they're 14-1. and one. I also wouldn't be surprised if Chet Henney plays this entire game. I think Chargers get their Jeff Fisher on. They go 7-9. and nine. I think they win this game. And I think the Chiefs end their season 14-2 because the Chiefs just decide not to try. Hmm. All right. Um, so this one, this one's a little interesting. I have Packers Bears. Now the Bears at eight and seven are still in the playoff conversation. They need one of two things to happen. They need to win this game or the Cardinals need to lose. We already talked about the Cardinals. I think they're going to lose. So they're probably in the playoffs, but they are going to come and play with a purpose. Now Green Bay is already in. They're set. So this is going to be another one of those games that comes down to what the Packers decide to do. If they come out with all their starters and they come out firing, I don't know if the uh, the Bears really stand a chance. Though, it is worth noting, the Packers have lost to a couple questionable teams already. They lost to the Colts. They lost to the Vikings, which the Vikings at Week 8, you probably could have made a conversation about them being a, a solid team. But... Um, the other loss came from the Bucs, who's been a pretty decent team all year. But that loss to the Colts, that was a close game. Uh, the loss to the Vikings, also a close game. So, you're looking at the Bears. The Bears are one of those any given Sunday type teams. They could come out, depending on whether or not Trubisky has any turnovers. Uh, and if he does, how many and whether or not their defense can make a couple stops. Um... They're playing in Chicago. Chicago's about to get some shitty weather, so it's probably going to be a little cold going into the weekend. Both of those teams are primed for that. But my gut's telling me you got to go, uh, got to go Green Bay. I still think the Bears are going to make it in, shockingly enough, with the Cardinals' loss. But uh, I'm going to go Bears. All right, go Pack, go uh, Saints, Panthers. Eddie Two Gloves, Christian McCaffrey, 2020. Can you hear me? Are you listening? That, that's going to be the only thing I think will have to happen in order for the Panthers to win this game. And I don't see it happening. The Saints have woken up, and I think that they've kind of limped through a couple of these games, but they've realized that their best chance to make a legitimate run in the Super Bowl with Drew Brees is probably it this year, right? He's got that contract talk. There's, there's rumblings that maybe he might not be back with the team next year. Taysom Hill might be the lead. They might want to pay Drew less, all that stuff. Mar just had six rushing touchdowns. Uh, Michael Thomas has to get back involved at some point. Jared Cook's going to get back involved at some point. Emmanuel Sanders has to get back involved at some point. This might be a legitimate Latavius Murray game, but I also do believe that the Saints win this game by 15 points. 15. <laughs> All right, I'm wrapping up. Don't let me down. I'm wrapping up. Uh... Saturdays are sorry the Sunday games with the uh, football team against the Eagles and 
This one is one of the more interesting games on the schedule, not because anyone actually gives a shit about either of these two teams, but because there's a lot riding on whether Washington wins or not. If Washington wins, I'm saying this correctly, at six and nine, or sorry, at seven and nine at that point, they will be in the playoffs. If they lose and the Giants win, the Giants are in the playoffs. And if they win, if the Cowboys win and the Giants lose, uh, sorry, and Washington loses, the Cowboys are in the playoffs. This is a bizarro world where those records are all terrible. All three of them, one of those three teams, Washington, New York, Dallas is going to be in the playoffs with one of the worst records of a team to make into the playoffs. And all of it hinges on whether or not Washington wins. So there's going to be a lot of eyes on that game. Um, the Eagles are, are just not playing their best football. It's all going to come down to whether or not Jalen Hurts can shake off what happened last weekend. If he can go without a turnover in this game, I think they have a strong chance to win because I don't know if, the 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 football team has enough left in the tank to try and squeak out another close game. I do think the Eagles on paper are a better team than Washington. It's just if the turnover bug continues to plague them, it's not going to be a, a pretty game. A uh, lot riding on it for two other guys, but nothing riding on it for the Eagles. So they're only going into this trying to play upset and just ruin a couple days so i actually think this one is going to be a closer game than what we expect especially when you look back on last weekend if they can get to her they can get him to to turn the ball over a couple times they really run the risk of losing this if he takes care of the ball plays like he did the weeks before i think this one should be a win but i do think this is going to be one that comes down to the last quarter of the game and may even come down to to a field goal but uh of all the games on the schedule, this is the one I'm going to watch just because it'll be exciting with all the implications. Not that I really care about any of the teams involved, but I know how much it weighs on the the rest of the team, the, or the, the rest of the league, dependent on uh, the Giants and Cowboys game. Obviously, you know, I don't want the Giants to make it to the playoffs because, you know, the hell with those guys as a New England fan. No, no, no. But I will, I will watch, I will definitely watch that game just for the implications of it. Well, we'll have to see. Episode 38 of Sasso Matter is in the books. Week 17, hope it was good. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the playoff picture will be coming into focus in playoff football. It's crazy to think that at the beginning part of the season, we were like, Geez, I don't really know if we're actually going to have a football season this year because the NFL was like, we're not bubbling, we're traveling. We're, gonna, we're just going to deal, deal with it live and, and see what happens. And there's been a couple notable outbreaks of COVID-19 for sure, but teams, I feel for the most part, have adapted to that. And there's been so many players coming off and on the COVID roster. Um, some teams have adapted and some team like you know Denver or the Browns, like you lose an entire position group or the Lions, you lose your coaches. Um, you know, it, it kind of depends on how prepared you are for it. And there have been a couple teams who have been lucky enough to not have a single active player test positive for coronavirus. And I think that there's a lot um, in the middle of a pandemic and you're traveling about the diligence that the teams are taking um, to mitigate the risks. Of course, we want football to be back. 
I don't think we'll see fans in the stands for the playoffs. Maybe we might see a limited amount of fans uh, in the stands for the Super Bowl, but I think, yeah, I think there'll be fans in the stands for the Super Bowl. I think they'll be socially distanced, but uh, it, it has been an, an absolutely wild uh, 2020 season in the NFL. And as it comes to a close, I think one thing we've all learned to be grateful for is just the fact that every Sunday we still have games to yell about. We still have players to be like, I can't believe you dropped that ball. Or why is this coach still employed? Um, you know, jokingly, um, in the midst of a pandemic. So it, it has been a wild ride for sure for this regular season, Tim. And, and I, I hope that uh, the Seahawks not only win the social media Super Bowl, but the Super Bowl as well. And you eat more and more crow. That's what you get for picking the Rams. That's what you get for picking the, the Cardinals. That's what you get for picking all these damn teams. But I'm, I'm ready to do it live. Let's go. All right. Let's do it, man. Cheers, everybody.